Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. It was a celebration, but also blank app in 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Caitlin. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola! Hola! Doing? We're doing great. It's a positive Friday, Caitlin. Positive, positive. Hey, I agree. I agree. Okay, I think you guys are going to love this one. First of all, it takes place in Alaska, in Fairbanks, in February, where there's literally three and a half hours of daylight. Fun. Literally. Oh, yeah. It's great. So, my best friend slash roommate and I, um, we ended up having the same day off together, and it's a Wednesday, midweek, whatever, kind of sitting around and we're like what do you want to do and she looks at me she's like you want a martini and i was like yeah granted this is 10 30 in the morning so we throw back a couple of martinis and then she calls up steven steven is a flaming gay hairdresser slash makeup artist and she's like thanks what are you doing he's like nothing she's like we're going out so this is around noon and she he was like okay well i'm inviting people we're like okay so he invites two of his friends. One is literally like an Alaskan bush guy, like big, rough, rough. Was his name Roger? And the other... <laughs> no, it wasn't. Okay. No, I Just actually checking. I don't even remember his name. It was like the first time I met him. Okay. And then uh, the next guy was a lawyer. So we started out at the bar that I worked at, and then we spent the entire day drinking, and we went and hit. Ooh, about three quarters of bar in Fair- bars in Fairbanks. Now, if you know Fairbanks, that's a huge deal. <laughs> that's, that's a huge deal. It's like you walk 10 feet, there's a bar. <laughs> I can believe anyway, that because if you're in Fairbanks, I feel like I would need a drink. What else are you going to do? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, exactly. Well, and of course, it's like 40 below. So, you know, it's like, what are you going to do? Anyway, so the last place we end up is the Botel. Now, this bar used to be a boat that sat on the river until the flood, and then it ended up on land, and so they just built up around it and kept it open. <laughs> anyway, nothing good happens when you end at the boat house. And so uh, we're all sitting there and everything else. Steven's driving. Why the hell any of us are driving is, uh, is beyond me. I mean, there are cops that passed us because I worked at the bar. I knew the cops. So I, like, waved. I'm like, we're good. And they're like, Okay. And I'm just like, okay, well, we're, we're good with that one. And um, anyway, so 
we're playing pool and everything else. Somehow we got Garrett, Meredith and I got Garrett to start making out. And so she like throws me on the pool table and we just start going at it. And then we got done. We had some more drinks and everything. We go into the girls' bathroom because we got to go, right? We can't get our pants. Well, Meredith can't get her pants down. So I go into the, I go into the bathroom trying to pull her pants down because she's actually, she has a broken wrist. So I'm pulling her pants down. Finally got him down. She went to go sit back on the toilet, and she fell backwards, knocked off the top of the toilet, and shattered in the bathroom floor. <laughs> I turned around. I turned around, and I try. I try to. I try to like leave the bathroom, and I'm like, ah, face plant, big old black eye the next day. Anyway, that's when they decided that we were cut off, and this is about 1 o'clock in the morning, so we'd been drinking for over 12 hours anyway. And so Steven's like, okay, let's go. And so we go back to Steven's place, and then we, like, and Meredith and I were in, like, stiletto heels. We got all gussied up because there's nothing to get gussied up for up there. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, Steven pulls into the driveway, and we see Mama Gary, that's Steven's partner, and he's looking at us. He's like, bitch, tell me you did not just try it. And Stephen looked at him and did the whole head snap with the hip. He's like, bitch, please. That's a perfect parking job. <laughs> anyway, so then. <laughs> Literally a perfect job. <laughs> Literally a perfect job. So we're all sprawled out around the living room. We wake up. And, you know, and I'm 24 at this point in time. Like, and. I had only been divorced for a couple years and all that stuff. And, Typical um, Alaska stuff. I've been married five times. Been <laughs> right. divorced for a couple years. Right. Right. Jesus. Well, I've, I've only been married once, and I'm in my late 30s now, so it's, it's good. Um, but uh, anyway, and so, like, we wake up, and Stephen's, and, like, hung over as hell. And Stephen looks at me, he was like, girl, you need to smoke. And I was like, well, I, I smoke cigarettes. I know you know that. And he's like, no, you need to smoke some pot. I'll get rid of that, that hangover. No, no, I didn't. And so about two hours later, when we're all kind of like semi up and moving, Stephen's like, bitches, we need Bloody Marys. And so we literally go to the liquor store down the street. We buy a bottle of vodka. We buy a big thing of V8 juice. And we head to Chena Hot Springs. And we are drinking Bloody Marys all the way there. <laughs> See, this is, is like why I don't want to live in Fairbanks. Mm -hmm. Because what this tells me is there's literally nothing, nothing to do. Do you is, think the story continued? I think it's going to be the same thing that happened the day before because they're just going to get day, as and drunk. Day, and then another right. day. I mean, and it's, another day. it's a groundhog's day. That's then another day. Three and a half hours of daylight. Mm -hmm. It makes you crazy. I'd like to drink with her. <laughs> would you? I would. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think I would start. I would do the first half of the pub crawl. Then I'd be like, "Ted, dap up. You're on your own, bro." Yeah. <laughs> so you make it through half. All right. I, I think there's more good-looking men in my Alaska experience than there was one good-looking woman. Well, between her talk and your talk, like, is is Anchorage a gay hotspot? I don't know about. She I, was I in Fairbanks. Or I Fairbanks. I, I don't know. What, what I mean is like. Did, did we even see one attractive woman the entire time we were there? We did, but she was not from Anchorage. Huh. You remember that? No. It was like, we're, we're chatting her up, man. And she's like, oh, yeah. She, I can't remember what state she came from, but it was not Anchorage, okay. Alaska. Right. Like, Trust I mean, me, there's you, some hotties in Alaska. You, yeah, not where we were. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room.
Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. All right, time for a little your guess. This is as good as mine. It's an easy game to play. We get a contestant on the line. You pick from one of two categories and then try to get as many right in said category before three strikes and you're out. Steve, who is ready to play your guess, is as good as mine. Hello, Harrison. Welcome to the men's room. Liquor and whores. Liquor, Liquor and whores. Harrison, welcome to the program. Your guess is as good as mine. Okay, Harrison, your categories. We have the most common last names in the United States of America. They basically just looked at census data and came out with the most popular names. Then we have uh, the top 10 most favorite seafoods here in the United States. So, uh, Harrison, do you want to go last names or do you want to go seafood? Uh, Seafood. Seafood it is. Okay. Now we have the top 10 favorite seafoods. Now, keep in mind that these can be done a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So, if you say shrimp, that includes fried shrimp, Boiled shrimp, broiled shrimp. Oh, so it's that specific. Shrimp. Yes, it is. It is. It is just just the actual fish or seafood mollusk, whatever the hell itself. Right. All right. Good so part. these are the ten most favorite seafoods. So the way we play a game, Harrison, you got to get as many right in said category before three strikes and you're out. What are you thinking here? Uh, I'm gonna calamari. Calamari is number five. All right. All right. Nice. Okay. Now, as far as the world of squid goes, that's it. Yeah, I was going to okay, say, that's it. fried so, calamari. Yeah, once, once, you're, once you're done, you're done. So squid, you're good, you're out. For crab, are we doing like East Coast crab versus West Coast crab versus Alaska kind of deal, or is it all just one? Well, crab is crab. Back to the original statement of it doesn't matter if you broil the shrimp, fry the shrimp, steam all the right, shrimp. Crab. I w- crab. We'll go number four with crab legs. All right, because right. I would say I bet crab cake is also on the list. You would be a pretty good gambler then, Ted. <laughs> all right. All right, I think I'm going to go with the crab cake, too. Number though. seven. These are America's favorite seafoods. So far, uh, you're right with tuna. crab legs, calamari, and crab cakes. Tuna. Tuna. <laughs> Number six. What? Gotta be. Yeah, exactly. Does it say tuna or like tuna fish, tuna casserole, or just tuna? Tuna just as being part of all of that. Okay. All right. So okay. these are the most uh, favorite seafoods. I would I, say fried shrimp. I feel like fried shrimp show up at a lot of restaurants. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, like, you can cook them and you're up. Hey, fried boiled all shrimp shrimp, right? Shrimp is number one. America's favorite seafood is, in fact, shrimp. No matter how you cook it, shrimp itself makes the top of the list. It's number one. That's right, probably Damon. true for me, too. Shrimp scampi's good. A cold cocktail shrimp is good. Love cold cocktails. Oh, man. Shrimp linguine. Shrimp dip. Shrimp salad. <laughs> Sorry. We're going down so the good. bubble road. <laughs> Harrison, so far, you're good on shrimp being number one. <laughs> crab legs at number four. Calamari at five. Tuna at six. And crab cakes at seven. These are the top ten favorite seafoods. Uh, out of these, there are two locally. Right, he's got it. Salmon's got to be on there. That. that we're known Salmon. for. Salmon. Salmon is number two. Ooh. And cod. Cod. Nope. <laughs> you are, That's ridiculous. You are, you are done with fish, except oh. for one smaller Muscles. fish. Uh, Mussels. Mussels is number nine. That was one of the local favorites I was thinking of. Oysters. Now that's where you're steering wrong because you either love oysters or you can't stand, or right? you hate them. So if you live in an area that has them, you probably enjoy them. But if you don't, and you're in a landlocked area, oysters are not your thing for the most part. Yeah, I can't. I can't figure out the little fish, uh, but the rest are mollusks. I'm assuming. Uh, I mean, it could be like anchovies. People get a pizza. I just don't know how popular oh, they are. Could it yeah. Caesar salad. Could it be sushi? Like overall, because that's seafood, or no? Clams, maybe. I was like, no, I'm gonna go anchovies just because that's the only thing somebody put on pizza. That's gross. Number ten. 
Really? You've got an eight um, out of the ten there, Harrison. You've got two strikes against you. So far, you're correct with anchovies, mussels, crab cakes, tuna, calamari, crab legs, salmon, and shrimp. I would say lobster and clams. Lobster. Number three. You are one away with one strike to go. Uh, um, you said squids out, right? Yep, squids out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe clams, man. There's clam chowder, clams, clams clam, casino. Clam chowder, yeah, it has to be. That's the only thing it could be. Clams is your final answer. Yep, and that's got to be it. That is correct. Oh, Harrison, nice work there. You just ran the table on the top 10 favorite seafoods in the good old USMA. So wait a minute. So not everybody likes oysters, but anchovies makes number 10? I'm I'm actually shocked by that. I, I know a lot of people don't like oysters, but almost no one I talk to, with the exception of you, Miles, and me mm-hmm. on occasion, likes anchovies at all. Like, they, they're always, they seem to be rated the lowest, right? Right. So I'm, There's a lot of pizza joints that still don't have anchovies. Yeah, I'm, most I, do. You just have to ask for them. Yeah, fair enough. Right. Yeah. No, I'm just stunned. I, your I your top 10 favorite sure. seafoods is voted by the citizens of the United States of America. Number 10, anchovies. Number 9, mussels. 8, clams. Crab cakes at 7. Tuna at 6. Calamari 5. Crab legs at 4. 3 is lobster. Salmon at 2. And shrimp or prawns is your Me number personally, one I'm going seafood. Maryland crab cakes and clams casino. That, those Ooh. would be my absolute top two seafood dishes. Mussels are pretty good around here, though. They are. The mussels are great, man. But just if I had the option, yeah, I would pick those two. I definitely would pick crab over lobster. I think I'm always. At that stage I would always take crabs over lobster. I'm with you. I think lobster's overrated. But shrimp by far, like whether it's a fried shrimp. It's versatile. Or, mm, it's like the potato shrimp. of the seafood world. Yeah, and it shows up in places. Mm. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. When did you not tell the whole story? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Rebus. Welcome to the men's room. Hey, guys. Hola. So, uh, let's see. When I was 17, so back in 1986, um, I ended up um, keeping something from from my family for a couple decades. Um, I was out with some friends. 
one of the guys, uh, Steve, he had a squirt gun that he had uh, the tip painted black, and he would carry um, Windex and ammonia in it so he could squirt dogs in the nose when they attacked him when he was uh, doing uh, or when he was delivering newspapers. Ah, okay. My other friend Josh, he was carrying a machete that night. And uh, Steve ended up giving me, like, three knives. I was the driver. I ended up, like, I'm not carrying knives. I stuck them under the seat of my car. We went down to Lincoln Park in West Seattle, and um, I ended up having to go to the bathroom. So I'm using the restroom while the two of them walked off arm-in-arm looking for um, – they they wanted to start a bonfire. Well, apparently, um, they ended up walking past two Samoan guys, and I've always thought this might have been gay bashing or something like that, that – that one of them walked into Steve and crashed into him and he did that, you know, uh, uh, excuse me thing that, that uh, uh, Steve, Steve Martin, Martin used yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, they end up, these two guys just start beating the crap out of them. I missed all of it. Um, as I was walking away from the bathroom, these two punk rockers came over to me, uh, this guy and a girl, and they said, are those your friends down there? Please go help them. And so I go running down the path. And one of my friends is laying on his back. You know, he, he his machete was taken away. Um, and Steve had tried to draw this this squirt gun, and the guy said no guns and yanked it out of his hand and you know proceeded to beat the crap out of him. Um, I get there, and one of the guys walks over to me with what I thought was a board in his hand, and uh, he just he held it over my head and said, you, go sit down over there at, at these benches. And I started to walk away, and then I heard him say to his friend, oh, man, he cut me. I'm going to go lop his fingers off. And that's the point where I realized that this guy had a machete. And so, you know, I yelled no, and I go running over to get between him and my friend, Josh, and the guy is pointing this machete at me and, and telling me to get out of the way. And his best friend eventually at that point just, you know, comes over and is like, you know, it's not worth it, man. Just l- let's get out of here. And and so they leave with this machete. And and uh, I ended up having to be kind of their bodyguard on the way out where every time we, we ended up walking back out to the street and every time a car would go by, they'd jump into the bushes. And I had to go get the car from the parking lot and go pick them back up. And I, that night, I remember thinking, these guys are going to get their asses beat someday, and they're going to be not nearly as cocky as they are right now, and it turned out it was that night. But, yeah, I, I didn't tell my parents until probably 20, 25 years later what happened because, you know, the idea of me getting my arm cut off, that was, uh, it was I mean, I was within a couple feet of it, you know, and I, I didn't know at the time. Damn. Well, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the guy has a machete, like, nah, that's not the guy I want to do. I, I feel like there are certain things you never have to share with your parents. Because parents will always worry. And even though it happened a quarter of a century ago, you know, it's, mm-hmm. the vibe is still going to be the same from your bro. Who are they now? Kick their ass. Like, they, they're, they're, they're in their 50s. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let it go. Because I'm pretty content to not share certain things with my parents. And there's some things, honestly, like, even for me, like, sometimes I'll think about something. I'll be like, oh, my God, that was dangerous. Or it's like, I don't tell my I like I still wouldn't tell my mom, but I'm also just like I I'm just like I I can't believe we did that. We got away with it. I, Let's right. not do it again. You don't or want to do or, or it's other family. So for an example, uh, I, I've got a cousin, right? Okay. And his dad passed away when he was one or two. Now his dad was always in jail. He was always in trouble with the law. He All was right. just he was that guy. Now when he came to our house, it was one of those things where you had to put valuables away. 
He'd steal from you. He would steal from anybody. Jeez. You know what I mean? So, but when we came over family dinner, whatever, you, you just knew, like, you know, your mom, dad would say, like, okay, if there's anything of value, you know you got to go hide it. You know, Bobby's coming over. All right? So it was one of those things. So at my wedding, he's talking to me, and he's very sincere. And we are, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. All right, that time of night. We're sitting on the bed. We've been drinking all this stuff, right. you know what I mean, and just having a good time and talking. He's like, hey, man, you knew my dad. And his dad actually drowned, quote unquote, in Florida. I mean, on quote a, unquote, on a business deal. They, uh-huh. they found, they found, they found yes. him in the Gulf of Mexico. All right. So he says, uh, he says, uh, you knew my dad. What was, what was my dad like? It's like, Bob. And his, his name is Bobby as well. It's like Bobby, your dad was a great man. <laughs> he would always take the time to talk to me. We would go out and throw football, man. Anytime he came over, we'd go shoot hoops. He would take me out for ice cream. Blah 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 blah. blah was blah. any of that true? Going out for a drive, but that normally meant he was picking up beer <laughs> right. or weed or drugs. But you got to ride. Yes, exactly. Like, I was like, I'll take a ride with you because he had a cool car. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, why not? You know, I'm in my teens, whatever. But, uh, I mean, yeah, he was a horrible human being. <laughs> but I, I didn't tell him The that. kid or the dad? The dad. Oh, yeah. I mean, he beat his mother. I mean. Does, does current Bobby know any of this yet? He seemed naive enough to me that if he had heard it, all I told him was, in my experience. No, I'm saying since then. Since you... Uh, oh, I don't know. I mean, I I figured I just skated on that one for the night. Because How old was he? How old was he when he talked to me? When he asked you. Oh, he was an adult. I mean, yeah, we were... No, 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 but I mean, like, 20... Is oh, he yeah, like 20, 40? 22, 22, 23 See, so he probably has heard things by now. Yeah, I'm not sure how much he really knew. I, you know what I mean? Like, I there's, there's, a lot, right, there's a but, lot of layers there. You but know what not I mean? everything. Not exactly. He used to get in trouble a lot with the law. He was just that kind of guy, right? That's not a problem to say. But then when you say, like, well, what did he do? Mm -hmm. That's when you kind of switch it up and soften the blow, right? He might have worked uh, with some family members I had. He he got physically abused uh, his his wife, you know, my cousin's mother. So they sent him off on business in Florida to do a couple jobs. He never came back. Wow. What do you know? Right, yes. And everyone had to act surprised. I think there's enough in the family where they don't tell him exactly what happened. They probably haven't told you exactly what happened. Because that would be almost incriminating to a point. Well, well, yeah. So, and this is. Well, we went on a trip, and after I hit. This this is in the 80s. You know what I mean? It was just, that's how West Virginia was. Like, you're going to beat someone's ass. Right. You're going to show up with a baseball bat. You know what I mean? Take someone's kneecaps out. I mean, you might not kill them, but I mean, there was going to be damage done. But you can't say anything because you're incriminating yourself, right? Correct. And he might have been one of those guys that actually did that for a while to try to get as a side job to make money. Who, young Bobby? No. Oh, his father. Just dad, okay. His father was involved in all kinds of crazy stuff. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was not a good guy. He was not, not that a good guy? That's a great guy, man. At least oh, man, he's taking me out, man. Take me to the store, buy me candy, man. Play basketball, throw football together. He'd watch football with me, sneak me a beer every once in a while. He's a great guy. See, in my family, we just like, they ask about people like, yeah, you know what? Fought in this war, like this and that. that that's it. Right? What else? Like, that ah, nice. Yeah, he was racist, kind of salty <laughs> and mean. <laughs> <laughs> worked a job every day. Right. Want more of The Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on radio.com. Game is Big Dummy, 206-421-ROCK. Big Dummy! Hello, Ron. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitch, hola. Hola. Ron, sober, not sober. 
That's over. All right, Ron, welcome to the show, Big Dummy. Okay, this is going to be the name for the rest of your life, Ron. Will you pick Rod Longstaff, Luke Thywalker, Clint Orris, or Buster Good? I like Buster Good. Buster Good it is. <laughs> Has anyone pulled up a picture of Buster Good? Uh, I can. Please do. I've seen the other guys. Yeah. I'm just curious what Buster, because with that kind of name, oh dear. that is a, oh boy. Yeah. Okay, There's Buster Good right there. That is, Jesus. <laughs> he looks like some dude you meet on the Jersey Shore. He is. It's exactly where you met him. Okay. <laughs> All right, here is your question. What is the name of the train station that services Hogwarts School in the Harry Potter series? Hogwarts, right? Is, or is that your guess? I don't, I, 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 well, yeah, Hogwarts Central. Hogwarts Central, I dig it. No, that station's in a bad part of town. Oh, you got it, Mike? King's Cross? Nope. Damn. It's close to Hogwarts. It's Hogsmeade Station. Oh. Hogsmeade Station. I know you're shocked that you even got that close. I I am really shocked because I've never watched any of the Harry Potter shows. Yeah, me neither. I I thought you did a better job than me. Spoiler alert. He comes out at the end and then he's murdered. All right. Here is your question. (laughs) Maybe oh. I just saw the director's Buster cut. Good was in Filthy Things 4. That's where I know him from. Yep. That's, that's where I know him from. That's probably the cleanest one I could say. <laughs> was he in 1, 2, or 3? Uh, looks like he just got credited in 4. Okay. Well. He was involved in a 5 guy. Oh. 5 way? A 5 guy uh, <laughs> dessert thing. They made 26 episodes of it. Oh, wow. Okay. He's putting in work. Five guys, 26 five guys. films. I'm sure five guys is like, great. Hey, five guys, if you're listening, you should introduce a burger oh, called the, the Buster Good. Five <laughs> 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 All right, here's your question. <laughs> what was Lafonza's first name on Happy Days? Alfonso. Alfonso. Lafonza's first name uh-huh. was. Because Ms. Cunningham would always call him that. Peter. Nope. Arthur. Arthur, Arthur Fonzarelli. That is yeah. correct. Oh, my Jesus. Uh, Buster was in White Boys oh, Can Hump. Man. White Boys oh, Can Oh, he was. Yeah. Can't Hump or Can oh, Hump? Yeah. Can Hump. Can oh, okay. Hump. White Boys Can Hump. Can't jump. Mm-hmm. They can hump. What, what else is he watch that show all the time. Uh, he was in Watching Mama. Oh. He was in, uh, let's see. Oh. Penis Enlargers. Penis Enlargers. Yeah. Ass Bandits 3. <laughs> There's some really good names in there. I just wasn't sure what I could say. Probably almost none. The, yeah. w- w- the one I liked was the nar- nar- asses, the narcissist. <laughs> the, oh, jeez. But they, they capitalized the A in narcissist. Hot for Second. teacher. Uh, I'm a big girl now. <laughs> oh, God. I'm a big girl now, seven. Yeah. That, so there's six more before that. Mm-hmm. Soccer mommies. Mm. <laughs> 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 there are so many we can hang on. <laughs> Look at this one. You don't even get the oh. <laughs> this guy's a this guy's a legend. <laughs> God, I wish we could share these titles Attack with you, man. Attack that ass, <laughs> baby doll, big top. We should read some of those on the uh, happy, happy hour. hour yeah. <laughs> Bubble ashes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's your question. Butter bags, too. <laughs> I did my lawn boy. <laughs> oh, my God. TNA buffet. <laughs> TNA buffet. 
<laughs> oh, man, this guy's a legend. He has gotten a lot of work done. Butt blast. <laughs> 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 Your question, Wellington is the capital of what island nation? Wellington? Wellington. Wellington, island nation. Mm-hmm. Jamaica? Miles? Is it Curacao? Nope. Other side of the world. Oh, you said, said it's it. the capital of what island? Na- oh, Australia, New oh, Zealand. New Zealand. It's got to be New Zealand, right? For real. Come on. For man. real. Hiking hoes. Oh, nice. Trailer trash moms too. All right, here's that, the question. That's a, that's a good one. Based on the 2021 economics, what day of the 12 days of Christmas costs the most? They always break it down, how much it would cost. In this case, which one of the 12 days? If you spring for that day, which one of them costs the most? What's the diamond day? You think, but fifth day? The fifth day of Christmas? I'm asking. Oh, the five golden rings? That's a very solid guess. I'm going to go 12, the 12th day just based on the number of items. No, Mm. believe it or not, Mike lost his mind on this. He's like, that's BS! It's not worth it. All right. So based on uh, on the economy of this year, the most expensive day, if you're going to buy it for the 12 days of Christmas, are the seven swans of swimming. Hmm. Because each swan, believe it or not, the price of swans has gone up. They are approximately $1,875 each. you got to buy seven of them. That adds up to wow. $13,125. Okay. They're not even doing anything. They're just doing what <laughs> swans do. How much training do the birds need to be able to call? Like I said, Mike is not okay with this. I'm not. Swans suck. Yeah, that's crazy. I think that's the, the maids of milking, brother, I paid top dollar. Just saying. All right. Your question. <laughs> Multiple choice. Prostitutes, drunks, adopted children, or prisoners. The Saint Nick that's associated with Santa Claus is the patron saint of what? So you have prostitutes, drunks, adopted children, or prisoners. You think I? You think my brother thinks adopted children? I think prostitutes. I'm going. Okay, prostitutes. Go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mustard was also in glazed and confused. Glazed and confused. God damn it. Oh, God. I don't think I've seen Miles laugh that hard. Oh, my God. God. That's a good one. Oh, Oh, my God. Jesus. (laughs) Hello, Sam. Welcome to the men's room. Oh, God. Hola, bitch. Hola. 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 Sam, are you sober or not sober? Sober. Sober, Sam. Okay, Sam, you're going to get a brand new porn name. Are you going to pick Rod Longstaff, Luke Thywalker, Clint Orris, or Buster Good? Clint. Clint Orris, finally. All right, thank God. <laughs> Gotta love that Clint Orris. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, here's your question. Oh, man. Washington, D.C. has a higher population than two states. One of them is Vermont. What is the other state? Rhode Island. 
Mm, no. It's either going to be one of the Dakotas or Wyoming. I'll go Wyoming. You are correct, Wyoming. And confused. Yeah. <laughs> confused. God damn. Hey, Krispy Kreme, put out a donut called Glaze and Confused, man. All right. Or the Girl Scouts. <laughs> All right. Here's your question. The Onyx River is the longest river on what continent? Africa. Ah. Antarctica. Antarctica. It's also the shortest river. Yeah, it's only 20 miles long. Of any continent. Wait, so oh, it's yeah. the widest and shortest? It is the longest on Antarctica, oh. but the river itself is only 20 miles long. So it's hmm. the shortest river on any continent. Because mm-hmm. the rest is frozen. <laughs> All right, multiple choice question for you. Norway, Canada, Indonesia, or Sweden. Which country has the most islands? Name them again. Uh, Norway, Canada, Indonesia, or Sweden? Indonesia. See, that was my guess. Canada, Norway, Sweden. Sweden. Two hundred twenty-one thousand eight hundred islands. Wow, they're all full of blondes. (laughs) Every single one of them. All right, your question. What movie stopped production for a year so that Tom Hanks could grow out his hair and lose 50 pounds? Castaway. Well done. All right. One of the other things he had to do, and he gets very little credit for this, man, in that year, also uh, had to learn how to speak volleyball, which most people don't know how to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's how he communicated. Well, it's Broncos. Wilson never spoke, you know, so he had to really, really understand his uh, co-star there. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How was that the title? <laughs> it was Big Dummy Two Hundred Six Four Two. Oh my God! How did they fit that title like on the, anything? I don't know. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. All right, we made it to drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve at Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and today we toast an unidentified drug dealer from Birmingham, England. He had 40 pounds of weed in his place, along with two dozen pot plants, not legal there, so when he realized that the police were at his door, well, he panicked. So his apartment is on the second floor. He opened a window and he just started throwing handfuls of weed out of it, as much as he could, as fast as he could. The weed would then hit the awning under his window, roll off, and land on the sidewalk below. Now, the main flaw in his very cunning plan 
was mostly the cops that were standing under his window now getting showered with marijuana as it dropped out of the sky. There was also the neighbor across the street who was recording the whole thing because the neighbor sees an S-ton of cops show up in an apartment building. And again, this mm-hmm. is England, so this is not the norm. So they started videotaping it. So they have a video of this guy throwing just goo gobs of weed out of the window as the cops below. They just stood there and watched. They did not ask him to stop. But because he did that, they radioed to the other cops, don't bother to knock on his front door anymore. Right? We don't need to search his place. This guy's literally throwing all of this crap on top of us, down to the street. So to collect the evidence, they took a broom, a dustpan, put it in the trash bag, uh, just took it down to the uh, police station. He was, uh, he was, in fact, arrested. I bet he was. Oh, yeah. He had no idea they were out there. Jesus. That was the beauty of it. So they were like, look, do not leave his front door alone. We think we got this because there's weed uh-huh. landing on us, man. <laughs> yeah. Just make sure you look down. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy. So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola. Thanks for listening to the best of the men's room podcast. Want more of the men's room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on radio.com. Double Flush Production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 